So today we have readings about um, the day of the Lord coming and this day, this terrible day uh, when, um, which causes alarm, right? Let all the inhabitants of the country tremble for the day of the Lord is coming. Then we hear in the psalm, the Lord will judge the world with justice. <clears throat> then the gospel we're hearing about Jesus casting out devils and people wondering where this power comes from. So if maybe he himself is possessed, and that's how he has power over devils, because maybe if he's a slightly more powerful demon in him, he can command other demons. So this is the accusation that they make. Again, imagine, Jesus, are you possessed? It's even hard to phrase the question. Jesus, are you possessed? <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway, but anyway, okay. <clears throat> so <clears throat> it raises the question, should we be afraid of God's judgment should we be afraid of God's judgment see <clears throat> what we always must do as, as Christians we always have to protect the image of God as a loving father so when you read pa Bible passages like this uh, one has to be careful to always keep in mind right that like kind of the, the the big picture so the Old Testament being illuminated by the New Testament so what do we know about the New Testament what do we know about God what do we know about See, obviously, when, when the Old Testament was written, so when the Psalms were written, Jesus hadn't come yet. So the passion hasn't happened yet. So they hadn't this proof of God's infinite love to the same degree, with the same amount of clarity. So <clears throat> when they would speak about God, they would use often quite, quite human terms. Uh, so <clears throat> describing him as a warrior, and describing him as, as terrible in the sense that he strikes fear in, in one's heart. So... The, the image of God becomes clearer and clearer in, in the New Testament as, as God reveals himself. Okay, so <clears throat> how do we understand then this, this day of judgment? And even as such the, the existence of hell and these things. You know, how do we maintain God, God's image as a, a loving father? And yet there's this kind of judgment aspect which which no one likes. No one likes the, 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 the term, oh, I love being judged. I mean, how many of you say, I love tests? Oh, Fridays, you know, when you go in, you have your spelling tests, and you're they're my favorite. I loved the leave. I woke up in the, every morning for the leave and started going, yes, English paper too. You know, I don't think anyone likes tests, you know, by nature. <clears throat> it's always a bit fearful. What if the wrong question comes up? What if I get confused? What if, whatever. So generally speaking, we don't like tests, we don't like exams, we don't like judgment. And then from a human perspective, uh, we may have experienced injustice. Uh, that can happen as well, where our experience <clears throat> of justice might not be very good. Uh, Father Mike tells this, Father Mike Schmitz tells a story of an occasion when his parents went to a wedding, I believe. They, they were gone anyway. <clears throat> so he was being babysat by his older sister who uh, was, at the time, physically bigger than him. And uh, so it came to dinner time, and the sister said, well, <coughs> we're going to eat cottage cheese, which she loved. And he said, no, no, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't really don't like cottage cheese. I really, I, yeah, she makes me physically, I, I just, even the thought of it, like, it just makes me want to gag. And she said, no, 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 you're going to eat cottage cheese. And he said, no, 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 I'd really rather not. So she got him into a headlock, right? And she got the cottage cheese and she started force-feeding him cottage cheese, right? But in the struggle and all of that, and he's just cottage cheese everywhere and he's absolutely horrified by the whole thing. In the struggle, 
the spoon went back just that little bit too far and hit the back of his throat. And then he proceeded to <laughs> bring up the cottage cheese that he had just ingested. And she said, oh, you're not getting away that easily. And starts feeding him. Okay, I won't finish the details there. <coughs> so uh, then when, when his parents come back, came back, he ran over and said, Mommy, Daddy, you'll never guess my sin. Whatever her name was, <coughs> Beatrix. Brutus. Um, you know, be, you know, you'll never guess what Beatrix, she made me eat my own. It doesn't matter, guys. It doesn't matter. Look, we're tired. It's been a long day. Go to bed. And he stood there. <gasps> there is no justice. You know, and this idea, like uh, this fear then that maybe when, when it comes to, to, to be judged, it comes to, when it comes to the time to be judged, we won't be justly judged. We'll be misunderstood or we'll be misrepresented or the, the whole truth won't come out. So <clears throat> when it comes to, 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 to this this whole question of judgment, okay, what's so important, I think a, a key thought to understand this, is we don't have anything to fear, as in we don't need to fear God when it comes to judgment. We don't need to fear God. God, God isn't the one we need to fear at all. If there's anyone we need to fear, it's, it's ourselves. Because in the moment of, of judgment, it's not God trying to get me to the other place. It's God trying to get me to heaven. But if I don't give him enough as such uh, evidence, if I, if I haven't done my part in the deal, then what's he supposed to do? See, he's done his part. Like all, all the, the mercy that we need is available to us. All the grace that we need is available to us. He has done his part. <clears throat> the part that I'm supposed to do, doing my best to live a life according to his will here, and then accepting his mercy, that that part he can't do for me. He, he can't force me to accept his mercy. That, that's, that's up to me. And that's why, like, even when you, when you think of the definition, sorry, to, this sound, sounds a bit negative, but I think it's a, when this is correctly understood, it's actually quite positive. The definition of hell, okay? So it's 1033 in the, uh, in the Catechism. <clears throat> and it's, it starts, the paragraph starts, we cannot be united with God unless we freely choose to love him. Now, it's, fa it's fairly straightforward. Like, uh, why would I want to be united with, with God for all eternity if I don't even like him? Never mind love him. So if, if, I, don't, if I don't choose to love him, well then, like, see, do I want heaven? Do I want to be with him for all eternity? Do I want it? Okay, and it goes on. <clears throat> I'm skipping a few lines here. But to die in mortal sin without repenting and without accepting God's merciful love means to remain separated from God forever by our own by our own free choice. Okay? So to die in mortal sin without repenting and without accepting God's merciful love means to remain separated from him by our own free choice. And then the next line, this state of definitive self-exclusion from communion with God and the blessed is called hell. Self-exclusion. So <clears throat> when it comes to, to, to judgment, the day of judgment, we don't have to fear God. God isn't the issue. God isn't the problem here at all. God is the one trying to get us up to heaven, doing everything he possibly can. He's the one more, on, if this makes sense, more on our side than we are. You know, he's more, he's more for us than maybe even we are. So we don't have to fear God. We do not have to, we do not have to fear God. When it comes to, 
Do you know, people think, oh, Jenny, if, if I die, like, I'd, just be, I'd be terrified. We don't have to be terrified of God anyway. The only thing we could be possibly concerned about is, is ourselves. Is there anything I can do better today? Is there anything, any situation where I can love more selflessly? Is there any situation where uh, I can be a better student or priest or husband or wife? <clears throat> Is there any place where I'm always putting myself first, ahead of my family or ahead of my spouse or whatever it may be? Are there any simple occasions where I could pray in the car on the way into work uh, there are plenty of good podcasts and rosaries and all sorts of ro uh, resources out there is there anything that, that needs to change in my life now <clears throat> these are the things that, that we should be concerned about not, not God's judgement he, he's not the one that we need to, need to fear here as our psalm says the Lord will judge the world with justice, with justice, not with, with, not, with, not with anger, not with revenge, but he'll give us what we asked for. He'll give us what we asked for. And so if we honestly and truly desire him, want him, ask for him, then we have nothing to fear. If we sincerely put the Lord in the first place, then we have nothing to fear. So we ask the Lord today to help us to reinvigorate our, our, our daily walk with him, our daily life with him, our prayer life, and to always keep lit within us that, that hope that God is more on our side than we are. God wants our salvation more than we do, that we, we never need to fear him. But Lord, may you strengthen us, enlighten us, and open our eyes to see the occasions, the moments <clears throat> where we need to change our attitude, our behaviour, our use of time. Lord Jesus, orient our hearts back towards you, the way, the truth, and the life. Amen.